Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, friends. Welcome to Co-Parenting, your Thrive Guide podcast. My name is Deborah Lene, and I am the host of the podcast. And as always, I am so grateful again for you joining me for another week. I hope everyone's week has gone well. Me personally, I've had a very busy week, and we just got back from Charlotte, North Carolina, where my daughter Ava was in a tennis tournament. So it was a very busy weekend, and I am just so grateful that I am able to co-parent. Well, let me say this this way. I am grateful that I was able to co-parent successfully this weekend. (laughs) So for those of you um, that co-parent and you take it day by day and sometimes hour by hour, I'm sure you can appreciate that. We went to Charlotte and I took Ava, of course, and then her little brother Jaden came with us. And then their dad came, Sim, and he stayed and watched Ava play. And so we did lots of co-parenting this weekend. To be honest, if you would have told me 10 years ago that I would be able to have a weekend like I had, and there was relatively no disagreements that I would have said impossible, (laughs) totally impossible, but we did it. And very grateful for the way that A, I've grown as a person and have become a better mother and woman and human because of it. Anyway, that was a little short synopsis on my weekend. But I hope that you guys have been able to think about our series that I'm talking about, about not taking anything personally and hoping that you were able to maybe implement this in your life. And I know for me, I tried so hard this weekend to help Ava not to take things personally. That That's a, the agreement number two that I talked about last week on last week's podcast. In tennis, if anyone plays tennis and does any tournaments, some of the people that she plays against are actually not very nice. And we had a few of those this weekend. And just being able to tell her and help her as she matures not to take it personally, because it has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with them and their situation and what they're feeling and them being rude to you has nothing to do with you. I feel like that Ava really embraced that not to take it personally and was like, Oh, they're fine. I don't care. And just keep it moving. And I was really, really proud that all the studying that I've been doing on this subject and on this book, and the agreement number two that I was able to help implement that this weekend with Ava. So agreement number three if those of you that are following along in books or whatever is about don't make assumptions. And one of the quotes that Mr. Ruaz says is the problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are the truth. Let me read that again. The problem with making assumptions is that we believe 
they are the truth. This third agreement is very closely related to the second agreement. Don't take things personally. We assume that our reality is the same as someone else's reality. So we fit it into whatever they do or say into how we view the world. And we create these stories around our reality. But, you know, we cannot go into another person's head and we don't know what they're thinking. But we all think we can, right? We all assume I know exactly where they were going with that. Have you ever read into a text? I know I have read into a text or an email or even a conversation and think that, oh, I I know exactly where this person is headed with this conversation. I know exactly where they're going. And you totally believe that you know their reason, their intention, their motivation. But that assumption is based on your reality and your beliefs. And probably their reality is much different. So remember this from last week's episode where your reality is simply that. It's your reality. Their reality is their reality. So I was thinking about this assumption. And we all do it. I do it. And I've really been working on don't make assumptions because we don't know what someone else is going through. And why do we assume? And I think there are a few common reasons why people assume. Number one, assuming is safer than the truth. And it allows you to live in a fantasy or in a not believable world because it's just so much safer than the truth. Number two, assuming is it's a big distraction from dealing with your own feelings. And for me, this one, I am so guilty of doing. I assume things and I get distracted by that. And it keeps me from dealing with what I'm actually feeling. And in number three reason is assuming allows you to impose your reality on other people. And in that, in doing that, you expect them to think and act the same way you do. So let's think about these. Let's think about assumption versus truth versus, or assumptions and truth versus fantasy. If you don't ask questions, you can comfortably continue with the illusion that everything is okay, it's going to be all right, because you're not asking any questions. And it's safer to assume that your partner, your co-parent, whatever it is, doesn't want to commit in a marriage or otherwise, or your co-parent doesn't want to follow whatever it is that you need them to agree upon, because A, they have other interests, B, they're selfish, C, they're lazy, whatever it is. So you assume the years away and you assume the time. And if you're dealing with a relationship, you're, you can make lots of assumptions instead of confronting a very inconvenient truth. Maybe if you were honest and truthful and were direct and asked questions, maybe your partner doesn't want to commit to you, but you don't want to have that conversation. So you make assumptions, right? And because we are mirrors for each other, 
that leads to asking where you're afraid to commit or why you're attracted to this person in the first place when we're talking about relationships. And that's really scary. And like, who wants to go there? (laughs) Not me. And I know I'm guilty of this as well. In the book, Ruaz, um, I'm going to quote because I thought it was really good. We make all sorts of assumptions because we don't have the courage to ask questions. These questions are not just of others, but they're also for ourselves. Instead of having a vulnerable, difficult conversation that would maybe turn your world upside down, you avoid them or I avoid them. I know I have done that in the past. Instead of having a really difficult conversation, I just pretend that it's not there. And that has led to a lot of pain in my own life. And so what if your partner says something to you you don't want to hear? What if his or her answer means you would have to leave the relationship? And that's something you can't bear. And so in your mind, you're like, nope, it's better to live ignorant and assume it's just because of the story that you've made up in your head or one that you're more comfortable with. Or maybe you believe that the love that you have for them will change. And honestly, that is a very dangerous fantasy because as you all know, we can't change anyone. They have to want to change. Let's talk about assumptions versus feelings. Assumptions allow us to avoid deeper feelings, and I'm guilty on this one for sure. The ones tied to our negative beliefs around rejection and abandonment, not good enough, whatever those are. And if if you assume rather than asking a question, you avoid confronting those beliefs, and it enables you to like stay comfortable in your little fantasy. But I think all of us want to live fully and authentically. And but because we're operating in this place of fear, rather than love, our assumptions keep us stuck, right? And we we are stuck in this fear. If my fear of abandonment holds me back from asking someone that I'm with in a relationship where it's headed, I will never have to face those fears as long as I don't ask the questions. But at what cost would that be for me? How many years are you or am I willing to waste assuming your relationship is moving in the direction you want it to, then only to find out that your assumption was wrong? And have you actually avoided your fear? So I think that assumption versus feelings is if we're really honest with ourselves and in order to be honest with ourselves, we have to get quiet, which I try to make a daily practice of doing and really know what it is that we want and where we are, that if we learn to confront those and learn to live more authentic and really ask the questions, then we can avoid years of heartache. Let's talk about assumptions, expectations, and then reality. When you assume anything, you attach expectations to that outcome. And of course, as I've already said, this can lead to so much disappointment and hurt. 
if you're sad, you assume your partner can pick up on that you're feeling sad and know exactly what to do. And if you've spent years with someone, they probably can pick up and know what to do. But if you're new to a relationship, especially when you're new to a relationship and you're still trying to figure out your way, if you make those assumptions, like you're like, oh, I'm sad, so he or she should give me a hug or make me dinner or buy me flowers, and that doesn't happen, then that leads to hurt, right? And if you believe that someone loves you and then they should automatically know how you feel and what you need. But as I said earlier, remember that their reality is not the same as your reality. You are not a mind reader and your partner is not a mind reader. And so when we take actions based on what is assumed, the other what we assume the other person is thinking, we're reacting to the story that's in our head, right? It's not the reality, it's our reality. And so when you believe that you know what someone else's reason is or their intention or their motivation, that is based completely on your viewpoint, and it's not their viewpoint. As you know, we all don't see things the same way. So instead of assuming, we can ask questions, be curious, confront your fear, challenge that story that's in your head. So is this really the reason why? Is this really? And I know for sure I have been guilty of doing this in my where I make up these stories and I think they're real. And they're really just about me being either it's my ego or it was being not feeling secure in the relationship, whatever it was that I made up in my head, right? Even if what I discovered is not what I was hoping for, we can make a decision then based on reality and not based on that story in our head. And if we all want to have these healthy co-parenting relationships, it, it would really behoove us to really be honest with ourselves, not assume that we know why our co-parent is late, not assume that we know why it's bill that they were supposed to pay isn't paid. All these assumptions that we make, and we make a lot, especially in co-parenting relationships, we make a lot. But if we want to be healthy people, and we want to live a peaceful life, we need to learn to not make assumptions based on on whatever our co-parenting partner does or whatever our partner does, but make sure that it's based in reality. Ask questions. Be curious. I'm going to read a quote from the book. We assume that everyone sees life the way we do. We assume that others think the way we think, feel the way we feel, judge the way we judge, and abuse the way we abuse. This is the biggest assumption that humans make. And that is why we have a fear of being ourselves around others. Because we think everyone else will judge us, victimize us, abuse us, and blame us as we all do ourselves. 
So even before others have a chance to reject us, we have already rejected ourselves. That is the way the human mind works. And that is in um, that quote is in the chapter four of the book. And it I love that. I love that. I hope that you all read this book because it really helps. This week, I was thinking about the journaling that I've talked about every week in doing. And so if you want to grab your journals, I don't know if, if you guys are journaling, but if you are, here's some of the things that you can journal. When someone around you is in a bad mood, angry or annoyed, what are the first thoughts that usually come to your mind? You can ask yourself that. Do you act on those assumptions or do you ask what is wrong? Number two, what is the benefit of assuming? Does it confirm a story in my own head about that other person's feelings about me? Or does it confirm a story about how I feel about them? Number three, can you think of a time recently when that happened? What was the story in your head? And why were you afraid to challenge it? And why were you afraid to find out the truth? Or were you afraid to find out the truth? And I really want you to focus um, your attention on your assumption and trying to read someone else's mind, looking for a meaning in what someone else does, says, or not getting the response you expected are all good clues. And so during this, this little exercise, each time you catch yourself making an assumption, write it down in your journal. Again, it, it's important to do this without, you know, judging yourself, because that's what we're not trying to do. The exercise is about increasing our level of awareness. So, you know, don't beat yourself up about the assumptions that you make. It's a pattern that we've all developed over many years. You can use like a a simple bullet point writing down the assumptions you made. And let me give you an example. An attractive man smiled at me in the grocery line. My assumption was I assumed that he's interested in me. So I built this whole story around our life together by the time I got up to the cashier. Now, I don't know that I've ever done that, but I might have come close. There have been a few very good looking men that I probably within moments created a life with. But anyway, that's beside the story. Or here's another example. My partner forgot it was his turn to make dinner. My assumption was that because he forgot that he resents having to cook and is always looking for a way out. My manager at my job gave me extra work on a project, and I assumed it was because she didn't trust other people on the team. Another one, another example is my date left a server, a very small tip, and I basically thought he was an asshole who thought he was superior. Now, this is an example And I do think people that don't leave good tips are not nice people. They're not necessarily assholes, but they're not nice people. But let's flip those. And for each scenario, put yourself in their shoes and write down what the other person might believe. 
again, this isn't about guessing correctly, because that would be assuming, right? It's an exercise in perspective, acknowledging the other person's views of the world is different from ours. And there is no right and wrong. There's no right and wrong. So here's an example. An attractive man smiled at me in the line of the grocery store. This is another. Smiling at strangers instantly lifts their mood. So he does it whenever he feels like he's had a hard day. That could be the reason why. Smile, because I know I do that. I smile a lot. Well, not with masks, because I wear masks. But <laughs> but before masks, I still try to smile with my eyes. But so that would be an example of how you can flip it. You can see that assuming and personalizing are very closely related and how they don't belong in in our relationships, whether it's our co-parenting or our, our personal intimate relationships. And we all assume that we know what other people are thinking and feeling because in doing that, we are imposing our reality on them, believing it's all about us. So what is the antidote to assuming? Ask questions, be curious, and speak your truth. I'm going to leave you with a quote. The whole war of control between humans is about making assumptions and taking things personally. I hope that this week's episode has been helpful and interesting. Next week, we'll talk about the fourth agreement, and that is always do your best. And I hope that this uh, is a great week for you all, and I really look forward to sharing my last episode for um, this series, not my last episode, but for this series. And I am looking forward to having a wonderful week. I hope you do too. And I hope that you really work on not making assumptions this week. And if you do, I hope you check them, check in with yourself. And I really hope you have a wonderful, positive, joyful week. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at DebraLanae.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended. <laughs>